You're listening to the Creative Business Success Podcast, where we translate left brain business jargon and strategies for right brain creatives like you. Our mission is to help you transform from starving artist to thriving creative and create a business and career you love without the overwhelming confusion. Hey, I'm Jen, the creative business strategist behind the Creative Entrepreneurs Lab, and I am honored to be your guide through this sometimes crazy creative business maze. You can be a thriving creative entrepreneur, and this podcast is here to help you along the way. Today, I'm chatting with Mariah from Mariah Magazine. She's a web strategist and designer who helps entrepreneurs optimize their websites. Her business systems are a bit scattered, though, so she wants to get them whipped back into shape, both for her own sanity and so that she can confidently hire an assistant. We're going to talk about both the technical side and the personal side of creating systems and preparing to hire a VA. Let's get going. Hi, guys. Uh, Mariah from Mariah Magazine, as Jem said. Um, So basically, what I do is I help website owners stop shooting in the dark and praying for results when it comes to their website. And I help them actually start using their website to get noticed online and grow their business. So basically, you know, we work on either a website audit or we can do redesigns or strategy sessions or videos that kind of show them how to use their own website. So I'm kind of all over the board when it comes to helping people. But the cyberspace is basically where I'm hanging out. And tell everybody a little bit about what we're going to work on today. Okay, so I totally have the creative part of everything down and the tech part and the coding, but I seriously can't wrap my mind around systems and organization. I don't know if it's like the creative brain that I have that's so scattered everywhere all the time, but I need some serious help in that department. So... How about if you walk me through, I know that it can vary from client to client, but kind of the general process that you might take somebody through when they start a project with you. Okay, so typically I'll have people reach out to me saying that they need a website. And so I usually shoot them back, you know, a few questions about if they already have a website, um, if they're looking for, you know, start brands thinking new. Um, I'll ask them, you know, which websites they like just so I can get like an idea of their style before I dive into it. Um, I ask them, you know, a few questions that I have to know for like scope of project, if they need a blog, if they need e-commerce and things like that. And then sometimes I hop on a phone call, sometimes I don't. And it's like, do I hop on the phone call before I send them all the questions and like get the answers that way? Do I just send them a questionnaire? Like, I don't want to come off cold and be like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I know you reached out to me, fill out this questionnaire really quick. Like, I guess I'd rather put a little bit of more customization and personality behind it. And then once they get those answers, I can kind of pick which direction or which package they should choose. So that's basically the onboarding process. And then I send them over um, a contract and an invoice for them to make a down payment. We pick a project date and then the project stuff begins that I also barely have a process for. Okay. It sounds like what you could do with the starting part is have a lead capture form on your website that has just the very, very basics. So like name, email address, their website, or if they have a website right now. And then based on that, it could automatically send them the questionnaire. You can put your personality into that. You could even have a video in there that says a bit about Ooh, a process. video is a good idea. Hey, what's up, party people? Okay. So that way they get an idea of you and if they do want to work with you and that, because I mean, there's always people that aren't going to be a great fit. See, my only thing is like my ideal client is more of like the creative type 
right? Mm-hmm. So this is like a huge problem that I'm running into with figuring out a system is that my target audience is like online business owners, right? So mm-hmm. they already know how to use the internet, which is completely different from like local people that I get referred to mm-hmm. because there'll be people that aren't as familiar. So me sending them kind of like this questionnaire when they're like, well, I'd rather you come in. And since they're local, I can go in and talk to them. But it's like, I don't know, do I need two processes for one of like people that understand the internet and online business? And then like for one that are people that can't even log into Facebook without (laughs) help. And I mean, like, and that's the thing. So I can help these people. It's not like they're outside of what I do. It's just, I kind of have to go about it a different way. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be like, well, you don't understand the internet. And I don't want to confuse you even more. So I get, wow, I just thought of like, what the hell my real problem was. Okay. So (laughs) I guess that's my real problem is like separating them Mm -hmm. and coming up with either a system that works for both or do I make two different ones? So one thing you could do is uh, I use a CRM called Dubsado and they're really great with automations and being able to separate them into different workflows. So what you could do is have an option like, are you local and do you want to meet up before we get started or however you want to phrase it? Or like jump right in and fill out the questionnaire and then we can have a 15 minute consultation or however you decide to do it. So that way it weeds out those people that do like, I don't really know what I'm doing with this, but you can phrase it in a nice way that doesn't make them feel stupid. (laughs) Yeah. So so, do you know how to log into Facebook? If no, please click this button. Okay. Yeah. That would be super helpful. I use 17 hats now and I bought like the two year plan with them. And it's funny because Dubsado was just coming out when I booked with 17 Hats and I had like a live training session with Dubsado. They walked me through like the entire system, all of the workflow and everything. And I'm like, at that time, it was built mostly for photographers. Yeah. And I was like, if you guys can literally just tweak a few things and add some things, I'm like, I'm yours. I'm sold. And I needed something right then. So I ended up going with 17 hats, bought the two years, and now I'm sitting there and everybody's like, Dubsado. And I'm like, I almost chose them. So that's, you've probably got like at least a year left on that, huh? I have like six months. Oh. I know. It sucks. Still. I mean, because yeah, I'm, I actually just am in the process of transferring a client off of 17 hats to Dubsado because she's like, I hate this so much. It doesn't make any sense. And like I was sending um, a receipt invoice to a client and apparently it didn't go through. And then it went to my next client that I sent oh. them a questionnaire to. And I was like, they sent me an email. They're like, was this for me? And I was like, I am melting. I'm currently melting right now. Um, please disregard everything. Like somebody help me. So it's making my systems and process like way more frustrating. Yeah. So I really need to get off of it. Yeah. And that's one of the things is Dubsado. If you have a tech issue or something, they're right on top of it. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. So that totally makes sense with maybe... So they have like triggers? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. So you can trigger an entire workflow where it would take them... If you decide not to do any kind of video chat between it, then it can take them straight from that lead capture. They get the questionnaire. They fill that out and immediately sends them a proposal based on what they select in that questionnaire. And then it'll take them all the way through the contract and the down payments and all of this. And what? you just go straight into the project. Yeah. So it's not even like I suck at systems. My my system sucks. Like that is crazy. 
feel a lot better that there is an option out there that will save my sanity. Mm -hmm. And the best part is if you did decide to do video chat, like a 15 minute consultation after the questionnaire, they're going to be launching their own scheduling system like Acuity soon, and it'll be built straight in. So then you could say, schedule your appointment and then say like an hour after the appointment to give you a little bit of time, it automatically sends that proposal. Okay. And so then it's all just rolling straight along. You don't have to touch it except to get that that video chat up and that's the only place you have to do anything. Okay. So that makes a whole lot of sense. Now, Mm -hmm. is there any way to, during the client process to kind of systemize this? Because I know the process that I use, like I usually create, um, like I get all of the client information. They have to send me their photographs, you know, their URLs for social media accounts. So after like their initial questionnaire, I kind of send them a way more in depth, like comprehensive questionnaire basically Mm -hmm. to get like their codes for their branding and their fonts and their logos and everything like that. And then I usually start working on a site map for them. Okay. And then we go into like, um, depending on the package, usually we go into like a user experience. So like how that site map will translate into an actual layout of a website. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we go into the design phase. And then after that, it's where I start developing. But is there any way, like, I don't know if Dipsado does this. So like kind of let them know where we are in the process of the funnel? Yep. <laughs> it can actually create tasks for them. So they have their own client portal for each client. They can log in with their email and password. You can also have it set up so that you have a universal portal on your website so they don't have to remember the URL. All of your emails get in there so they never lose them. You can apply within that so the entire thread is in there. They have all of their... What if post- I don't want to reply in there? You don't have to. Can I see the replies from D- Dubsado in Gmail? Yep. <laughs> 17 hats does not do this. And so I have to look at them. They don't give me a scent thing to see if things have sent. Like they don't, holy crawl. Okay. So you can sync it up with your Gmail. I can even do this with my domain email. So I have all my domain emails going to a single Gmail inbox. I can sync the entire Gmail inbox so that all of Dubsado goes there and stays in the Gmail inbox. So I have both Dubsado and Gmail. I have both options. And so then they don't lose their emails. They don't lose any of their forms. They can also upload content directly to their portal. So you always have it in the same place. Okay. So like their logos Mm -hmm. and in terms of like images, do they get a certain amount of like space or something like that? It's just per upload. It's eight megabytes and they can upload multiple times if they need to. And then you can also upload to there and it makes it really easy to keep on top of it. And then if they come back for like maintenance or something later, they can still see their old projects. So they remember, oh yeah, I did send her this already. And then you can assign, you'll be able to assign them tasks soon. So they'll be able to see there's kind of, it's like a Trello-like board system. So you can assign yourself tasks and then set up like the pre-design phase, the design phase and the development phase. So they can follow along and see she checked this off she checked that off and so even if you're not emailing them they can always check in and see where you are in the process holy crap like i feel like this might this is turning into like a a dipsado (laughs) marketing thing but like it's it's selling itself yeah it's the easiest way that I know to do systems, honestly. Like I've tried cobbling everything together and it's just a pain in the butt. 
Oh my God. And like, that's where I'm at right now to the point where I'm like, I can't do all of this myself Mm -hmm. and keep track of all these things and keep track of my email on top of this and on top of that and keep reminding clients that I need this. And like, this is on them. I can't move forward until I get this done. And I think in my industry, that's probably the biggest pain in the butt is... Is like getting things from clients because they're like, well, why? Like, why can't you keep moving forward without that? Can't you just um, do my website without my logo? Yeah, I'm like, uh, I mean, hypothetically speaking, absolutely. But I mean, like, we need to, into- no, I won't do that. <laughs> I was like, do you need a logo? Do you need a recommendation? Like I will hand one out. But I mean, that might be a really good thing to not only keep my process in line, but Mm -hmm. their process. Yes. Does it allow like dates? Like I need this by Mm -hmm. date. And it allows times even. So if you need it by noon on this particular day, you can assign them that. So in terms, um, I know we talked about this before the recording started, but I find myself with my lack of process, not having like canned email replies. Okay. Is there a thing? Because I know that I need them for other things like outside of clients, like Mm -hmm. collaborations and things like that. So maybe that, so I use Gmail. Does Gmail have like a canned response app or something? Yep. So that's where you'd go in the lab section. There's a whole bunch of stuff like you can add a Marcus red button and stuff like that. And then you can do the canned responses. And then it's just the little button down in the like where you would click for the text tools within Gmail. And you just do save as canned email or insert canned email. Okay. Is that like an ex- a Chrome extension or is that just in Gmail itself? Yep. It's directly in Gmail. So with the the processes thing, before I forget, the cool thing is you can set it up to automatically create those tasks, but then you can also create your own. So if there's something custom with a client, you can just add it in after it adds the like the tasks automatically. So that way you can still kind of be flexible within that without having to yeah, so not every time. sending out like random things to people that like doesn't make sense, like an e-commerce questionnaire part yes. to somebody that's like just down for a template website. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And so you can have separate workflows set up based on what they click in the drop down menu. So if they say e commerce website, then you send them that questionnaire. If they say, I just want a basic website, you send them the template questionnaire. And- can I change that? Because maybe like sometimes people that understand the internet don't necessarily understand what they need mm-hmm. on the internet, if yep. that makes sense. So like if it's sends them could I make it so it doesn't send the questionnaire until I look at their stuff but then it's like stopping the process kind of well what you could do is set it up so that it's on a delay so instead of sending as soon as they fill out the lead capture form or something then you set it to send a day afterwards or something so you can pause the workflow mark that section as complete and then send the form separately okay so that's an option too yeah because yeah. some people are like well I want your cheapest option and I'm yeah. like that doesn't pertain to you Okay, so that's good to know too. It still allows you the flexibility while making it so that you can still automate it when applicable. So keeping your sanity, (laughs) but also not being like a psycho systems person. Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. So it hits the middle of the mark. That's perfect. Yep. There's so much flexibility within it. The community behind it is so creative with the things that they do with it. I've Some folks have posted things in the Facebook group. I'm just like, what? You can do that? Really? Oh, that's yeah. so cool. That's good to know. Okay. So I'm definitely going to look into that because it sounds like it's the answer to all of my issues. 
because I'm getting to a point where I want to hire like a virtual assistant. So in terms of getting processes and systems set up for that, like I don't even know where I would begin with so, that stuff. Do you know what kind of stuff you want them to do or? Yeah. So I mean, like I have a um, a board booster thing. So like scheduling pins and then maybe looking at the analytics of the group boards that I'm looping mm-hmm. and like make sure that they're actually worth it, that those group boards are getting repins. I have my own group board for improve your website and online presence. So I would need like a manager, just go in and make sure that all of the content basically like makes sense. And then maybe put together email marketing, like not like so much marketing, but just like trust building emails yeah. kind of like either weekly or bi-weekly emails, maybe putting together those. But then it's also like, I want that. I don't want to think about the emails, but then again, I want to look at them before, after they mm-hmm. put them together to make sure. But I don't want to be a helicopter business owner either where I'm like, hmm, let me see the work. Like, like well, if it's going out in your voice, you want to make sure that you can still tweak it before it goes out. So it's not like, I would never have said that. Good. So it's not me being a control no. freak. By, okay. It's your name on it. I mean, if it was something like, like for me with unit 25, I can have someone else send out an email and like Jane sends out an email and signs it as Jane instead of Jen because it's her, not me. But for you, it's Mariah Magazine. Yes, that's a good point because I mean, I don't mind a few swear words, but I don't want people going crazy, you know? I mean, you gotta, you gotta draw a line somewhere with things. So just making sure they don't go too far one way or the other is definitely not a bad idea. And I mean, if you, and that's something, if you explain to them before you get started, like, I'm new to this, I'm probably going to be a little bit helicopter at first. (laughs) Just know that as someone who does this professionally, if I get to be too much to say, hey, by the way, you might want to think about this. This is why I'm doing this. And that gives you the chance to say, oh, yeah, maybe I should take a step back. Okay. Without. And so Give that, them the flexibility to like mm-hmm. keep me in check while yeah. I keep them in check. Yeah. Like checks and balances. Okay. Because I mean, that's always the worst thing when you're working a job, like a regular retail job or something is when your manager is just like, are you folding the clothes the right way? Are you flipping that burger? Don't flip it like that. You have to flip it at a perfect 45 degree angle or whatever. Like The ratio to ketchup and mustard is just really off. We're going to need to redo that. Exactly. So just giving them that that autonomy to be able to say, I understand where you're coming from, but you're a bit too much right now. Okay. I should probably let them know that when I hop on a phone call this week. Hi, I'm new. Um... <laughs> and they'll totally get that. They've worked with people like that before and probably ones that would be a lot worse than you would be. So the fact they know that you're aware of it, it just makes it so much easier because then they know that they can say something as long as it's not like, oh my gosh, why are you doing this? You're doing this. You need to stop so that I can do my job the right way. And then you you say, oh, I'm not letting you do your job. And you guys find that middle ground. That's true. So in terms of like actually getting like a system ready, I mean, I'm sure that they have something that they work with, but like in terms of me kind of keeping track of it, like how do I keep track of things with them like in terms of the actual work they're doing or the time or yeah like everything like how would I keep track of everything like how would I put that into a system or a funnel or get into the habit of checking this or putting it in there like once a week or once every two weeks so I mean 
as a business owner, I can keep myself in check on where I'm spending money and maybe mm-hmm. what I should be either tightening up on or something like that, just so I can kind of get like a bigger idea of things instead of handing everything over and then going and blindsided and being like, so guys, how's that Pinterest board coming? And me having no idea like that. It's still mine. I, I have to know what's going on with that stuff. So, so I guess I don't yes. know how to do that. So one thing you could do is just have, like, it's going to depend on the VA and everything, but they might, at least at the beginning, while you guys are figuring out your workflow and your balance and everything, just having like a weekly check-in email, like, hey, here's what I've been doing this week. Here's how it, the results have been and that sort of thing. You could set up either within Dubsado or Asana or Trello or something like that, like a template. What I do for my productivity is I have a weekly batching template. So like schedule this stuff, write this, post that, record this and that sort of thing. And then I have a blank one that I haven't assigned dates to. And then I copy it every week and assign dates to it. And that way I can track what I'm doing. So that might be something where you have that since they have a relatively set like list of things that they're going to do, you could have a weekly template and say, well, I don't need you to do this this week, but I do need you to do this. And then it makes it pretty easy to just do it once at the beginning or end of the week so it's ready for the next week and just go from there and you can see exactly what they're doing and if they need something from you then they can add a task and assign it to you and so that way you kind of have a way to keep an eye on each other okay so it's basically i should leave that up to them and see how they work (laughs) yeah i mean if they have a system in place already that works then great if they don't then you could try something like that and see how it works for you guys and it's going to be experiment because different people work different ways i guess it's going to be weird at first as Especially like, I don't know, handing over my little baby things over to them that I've been doing. Like, I mean, it's going to be great. It's going to save my life, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely going to be weird. Yeah, it's going to take a bit of getting used to. And again, that's where telling them, this is my first time doing this. I'm going to need a little bit of hand-holding or telling me to back off or whatever it is that's going on so that you guys both can find that balance. And it's probably going to take a month or two at least. So like, if it doesn't feel great after the first couple of weeks, give it another week or two and just make sure that it is an actual not the right fit and not just, I don't want to give them the reins. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. Okay, that's super good to keep in mind. And if there's a particular way you want them to do something, what I would recommend is going and finding a screen capture program and just kind of recording yourself talking through what you're doing at that moment. And so that way you're doing what you'd be doing already, but you can just say, here's the video of what I do. And then you don't have to spend the time going and walking them through it again, and they can refer back to it later if they need it. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny because I do video tutorials for like clients and things like, like if they want to learn how to do something on their own website, like I do it for them and walk Mm -hmm. them through it and like have a video of it, you know, whatever. And it's funny because I do that for clients, but I never think to do it for myself, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I would never have thought to actually do that for a VA. I'm like, oh, people just, people like, that's what I do for other people. It's not what I do for me. Well, and the other nice thing is then if they don't work out, you have it already for the next person. So you don't have to replicate it. That's a super good idea. And if you test someone out and you say, okay, we're going to try this for two weeks, even if they feel like a good fit, you can still go and test somebody else out and come back to them. That's a thing. 
people yeah, do that. People do trial runs all the time. I actually, someone posted in the Facebook page a couple of days ago that they had done a trial run for somebody for like a month and they thought it went really great. And then they asked the client if they wanted to make it official and keep going forward. And they're like, I'm actually going to try some other folks. You were great, but I just want to test out some other people. And she was like, oh no, well, can you at least give me feedback? And the client gave her her testimonial and said, oh my gosh, you were amazing. You made my life so easy. I really do just want to try out other people and it's a really good chance I'll be back. See, I don't know. I feel like that's not cool. Like I wouldn't want somebody to be like, hey, uh, let's see your web design work. Oh, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with some, oh my God, my heart would be crushed. Like, well, what do you mean? I'm invested. You're still paying them. And because you have to be the right fit, if the personality doesn't mesh, you don't want to be stuck with them on either side. Okay. Like yeah. they don't want to be- makes a little bit more sense. It just, it hurts my heart a little bit. Like think about that. Yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest feeling a lot of the time, but it is something they're used to. And if you explain that, especially if you decide right off the bat, I am going to try three different people. If you tell them I am going to try someone else after you, that doesn't mean I didn't like what you did. It's it just, just I need some serious help with my systems and everything, and I need to make sure that you can handle my scatterbrain. Yeah, or present it as this is in your best interest as much as mine, because I don't want you to feel like you have to take me on as a client if you really did not enjoy working with me. Yeah, that's true. So I'm cool with that. I guess I just never put it in a perspective of working with a VA. So it's yeah. cool to hear a little bit of insight on that. Trying to think if there's any other questions that I have in terms of systems. I mean, Debsado sounds like it's <laughs> perfect. All right. Anything else we should cover today? I don't think so. I think that you blew my mind enough for one day. All there's right, just well, so many options and that's the thing like the internet is such a wonderful mm-hmm. place but like holy crap is it overwhelming yeah like i am constantly like i'm online all the time you want to talk about websites man i could blow somebody's mind in 30 seconds but like in terms of running my own like the business aspect of things mm-hmm. is where my brain starts melting out of my ears so yeah. i think it's, it's, the, it's the same way for a lot of creatives because like you said your creative process is kind of just everywhere it works and- but not for clients. Like it works for me, but not for them. And they're like, hey, I want to see the process of things. I want to, mm-hmm. you know, and it'll save me time and sanity for yeah. having everything in process. So it helps everybody down the line once I actually get it set up. Okay. So before we wrap up, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you online so they can connect with you? Okay. Well, if you want to connect with me, um, my website is mariahmagazine.com. And that's basically, I mean, there's all the links to my social media channels. Pick whichever one is your fave. I'm on Twitter, you know, sometimes. And then Instagram <laughs> is, uh, is where I usually hang out. And that's Mariah Magazine Design. I hang out actually on LinkedIn a little bit. But other than that, um, go and check out the blog posts on mariahmagazine.com. Leave me some comments and let's become friends. All right. And we will link to all of that down in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for coming on, Raya. I'm excited to see your new systems when they come up. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I learned a whole lot. I got a whole lot of resources to dig through. (laughs) Thank you. Seriously. Hey, thanks for listening to the Creative Business Success Podcast. I hope you got some great takeaways from this episode. And if you want some accountability to help you follow through on those takeaways, you should join us over in our Facebook group called The Lab for Creative Entrepreneurs. I'd love to see you in there and hear what your biggest aha moment was. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and make sure to leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps other creatives discover the podcast and learn along with you. Until next time.